This is a HeadGum Podcast. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. So... We realize the mistake, and we all start losing it. And I go, oh, Sandberg. I thought you said Sandler. <laughs> and I apologize. Every time. I know. It happens to me with Sandler. I'll just call him Sandberg. The opposite. Yeah, the opposite as well. Hollywood Handbook. What up, what up? Welcome to Hollywood Handbook, an insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names of the red carpet lineback hallways of this industry we call showbiz. I'm Hayes Davenport. I'm here with Sean Clements. Hi. We are Hollywood industry people, sort of jacks of all trades. Yeah, we defy a clean label, but um, mm-hmm. we absolutely We reject have, labels. Uh, they're, they're not useful to us. Mm-hmm. Um, we're working under the new model. But we want to give you guys a peek inside what happens in the real Hollywood. And one of the ways we've decided to do that is to play a little game at the top of this episode we call Gmail Roulette. Gmail Roulette. This is a game we really love. Uh, We figured the best way to really open up, to throw back the curtains on the industry, is to each select a random email. Random being the keyword. Yes. Totally random, Both. which is something that I think makes comedy good, and yes. I, I see it everywhere. So we're each just going to scroll through our Gmail mm-hmm. and just stop at a random point of some old email we've gotten, and it could be from a family member, or it could be more likely probably from some kind of A-list Hollywood celeb. So, Sean, why don't you go for here? Let's let's shuffle through Sean's Gmail. Oh, do I have, you have to read to this do it. one? You have to do it. You <sighs> promised okay, you would. Okay, these are the rules. Remember what oh, we said. I was hoping it wouldn't be something like this. Okay, well, the subject is, did I screw up? Uh, it's from Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and uh, she says... <sighs> I feel like things ended weirdly last night. You were being so weird. Uh, Did I make you uncomfortable? You left in such a rush. I hope you didn't misunderstand. It's just that when you agreed to direct an episode of my show, side note, I said maybe, I took that as a signal that you were feeling it. Please, please, please don't take it out on the show. Still come back when I tried to grab your redacted. It was a complete accident. Does it say okay. redacted? No, I'm not going to say oh, that okay. word. And by the way, to step out of the email, the word "try" is being <laughs> is being employed rather liberally here. When you reach down. Squeeze a big handful of someone's <laughs> squeeze a big handful of someone's redacted and your eyes get like friggin' saucers and you go, Oh my god, so it's true. Let's get out of here now. 
that is not trying, okay? That is succeeding in sexual harassment. So, at any rate, of course I was never going to direct an episode of that show. I mean, which it's show? A fine which, sh- which show of hers? Well, this is an old email, so it's uh, watching Ellie. Oh, okay. But anyway, it's of course I'm not going to do that, but just because of my schedule, you know, obviously this is the kind of email you get after you go to a party where somebody has a few too many cocktails and the answer is yeah, you did screw up, Julia, and we and we haven't it hasn't been the same quite since. I went to see Enough Said, uh, but uh, Enough Said on that topic. Wow, it makes me a little scared to do mine. Yeah, this was a bad one. This uh, one was loaded. I hope we just get a very innocuous one. But let's uh, let's shuffle through. Bing! Oh God, this is a oh, <laughs> fair is fair. This is a tough one, actually. Ooh. Um, it's from the uh, crocodile hunter. Ooh, um, the subject is uh, thank you, thank in uh, all caps. And it says, uh, Hayes, thank you so much uh, for letting me adapt your stage show of the Crocodile Hunter for television. I, well, side note, I used to do kind of a black box stage performance where I would be this character, the Crocodile Hunter. And it was very like, it was an avant-garde thing. And uh, it was just me on stage, no props, no anything. But for a while, it was getting a lot of attention around town and uh, people wanted to adapt it for tv and i decided i found there was this guy who was also sort of on the scene who i thought was a really talented actor and um i decided he should take over while i worked on other projects um and he was homeless at that time he was and i gave him a chance and he says here he says uh i'll never forget your generosity and um i i I promise to do your vision proud and you just think about like it could have been me, you know, making all that money. On that, that could show. have been me uh, doing that and making so much money. And then it says, uh, also, I'm sorry for trying to grab a big handful of your redacted. I thought that you giving me your show meant that you were feeling it. Sometimes a favor is just a favor. It is amazing how often you do just about anything for someone in this town. And they and they try to grab a big handful. Eyes get like saucers. Eyes get like saucers. And it almost makes you not want to help people out. Yeah, it makes you hesitant. It makes you a little more choosy. And that also makes me wonder, like... That's part of the reason for the podcast. You can't reach through this microphone and get your mitts on yeah. our redacteds. And every time someone does something nice for me, I wonder, because their eyes kind of get like slits... You know, because I it sort of seems like they're expecting me to grab a big handful of their redacted. Mm-hmm. And then I say, no, no deal. Deal's off. I'll do it myself. Yeah. I mean, I'm doing them a favor by letting them feel like they can do me a favor ever. So let's do our next segment. This is um, this is my favorite segment. We like to prepare you guys for the kind of meetings you're going to take in this town. Something I think a lot of people wish they'd had is a little primer on going to 
a general meeting or mm-hmm. what we're going to talk about today, a lunch meeting. Mm-hmm. There's that feeling of you get these these big meetings and then it's like, what now? What do I do now? So many questions. Mm-hmm. What do I order? Yeah. Where do I take them? Mm-hmm. Uh, how do I behave? Like, How much is too much uh, in terms of kowtowing? Sure. And so we want to let you know what we did and what everyone who's successful did and take you through a sort of step-by-step way. We call this segment, Let's Do Lunching. Let's Do Lunching. Uh, I guess we should start with choosing a restaurant. Mm-hmm. When you're going to do lunching, you need to know where to eat. Mm-hmm. To me, the best restaurants are the most famous restaurants. Mm-hmm. The really famous ones. And we've explained in the past sort of to people who aren't from the city, like what a restaurant is and how it works. Like you, it's a place where you sit down and they serve you your food and it doesn't, you don't get it on a tray or anything. It, it, it comes right on a plate. Uh, and there are some famous ones out here like the French Palace. Yes, the, um, the Spotlight Grill. Anything with bistro or grill in the title mm-hmm. is going to be good. Madonna's Bistro. Madonna's Bistro, the Sly Stallone Grill. Mm-hmm. Mr. Fictioner's Place. That's William Fictioner's. Am I saying that wrong? Fictioner. 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 Okay, good. Do you hear the difference? Yes. Do it again. Fictioner. Fixed. Fictioner. 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 Thank you. Any place that you've heard about on the radio basically or like seen on your seen on a tv show is the place to go that's the place to be seen so now you're pulling up to the restaurant what what time should you get there i think is a relevant question that a lot of people have so here's the best strategy you're going to want to not make a reservation show up late so the person who you're meeting mm-hmm. shows up and can't get a table. Yeah. Then when you arrive, tell them who you are, mm-hmm. you get the table and save the day. And yeah. one thing I always do is I get on the phone with the person and I go, okay, we're going to Fixner. <laughs> You've got me doing it now. Yeah. We're going to Fixner's place and I'll make the reservation, don't you worry. But there's no paper trail. It's on the phone. So then when I get there, I go, you said you were going to make the reservation. And they go, oh, I thought that. And I go, no, you promised me. And I go, look, I'll take care of it. And I walk up. Now I made a reservation. Which is another thing. Make a reservation. Yes. Do make a reservation. Way in advance. So far in advance. Some of these places, be month in ad- months in advance. And call once or twice a week just to make sure that reservation is still in place because sometimes they get lost. But don't make it under your real name. Mm-hmm. And don't make it under my real name. No. They'll know you're not me. Mm-hmm. So now you've gotten your table. You're sitting down. You're sitting down. Uh, one thing I like to test when I'm sitting down at the table, I like to give it a little push from underneath just to see if it'll flip. You know, if I can just flip it all the way over. Because some of them. Uh, the, the movies grill, which is a pretty nice place. Other other than this, I do like that that restaurant, but their tables are attached to the ground with spikes, and so I like to test for: is this the kind of table that, if it goes south, if the proceedings don't really go as planned, I can just 
huck across the room or just flip, flip onto the person's lap and flip spill all the way onto the food and flip, the wine on them. Yeah, and spill their soup. So that's one thing you want to test. And so if if you suspect that might happen, don't mm-hmm. go to the movie grill. Another thing is making conversation. Confuse the name of the person you're meeting with with the name of the waiter. Mm-hmm. Call the waiter by your let's say let's just say for example you're sitting down with James Franco. James Franco. So the waiter walks away. You go. When is James Franco going to get back here with our drinks? And he goes, "I'm James Franco." And you go, "No." The waiter's the waiter's name is James Franco. And he goes, "No." And you go, "Hey, quit having fun with me, Raul." Yeah, your name is Raul. Yeah, your name's Raul. And he goes, no, the waiter's name is Raul. And do it both ways. Yeah. When the waiter comes back, you do the same thing. And what that does is it lets them know, oh, I could be waiting tables tomorrow Mm -hmm. as far as this guy's concerned. And sometimes they, if you have enough pull in the business, you will be able to convince them that they are actually the waiter. Yeah, I mean, I got... um, I managed to get Craig T. Nelson to go and get me more bread. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we closed the deal, too. Uh, but I got a lot of the points that I wanted. And in the same way, you can take a waiter and then maybe make them a star. And then there's someone in your stable. John Heater was, was a guy who I was having lunch with uh, Sandra Bullock and sort of mixed up their names and he, convinced him that he was actually the movie star Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. And it just sort of it just sort of went from there. Imagine how different Napoleon Dynamite would have been if if Sandy had done it. Mm-hmm. So you've got the conversation down. Things are moving nicely. Mm-hmm. One last question: What do you order? Mm. Well, you don't. Mm-hmm. You never actually see the food at a lunch meeting. Mm-hmm. You have to leave. Whether you excuse yourself to go to the bathroom and you go out the window. Or whether you straight up tell them, this lunch is over, mm-hmm. throw a couple hundos down on the table, and leave. Yeah. You can't allow anyone in this town to see you eat. Hayes, can you speak on that a little bit? Food's a known fatty item mm. in this town. People mm. sort of understand that it's it's mostly fatties who tend to enjoy food. And so if you want to have a reputation as a non-fatty in this business, it's better not to eat. What I like to do when I sit down at a restaurant is I'll, I'll say to the waiter, surprise me. Yeah. I'll go in the back. They'll whip something up that's intended to really impress me. And then they'll bring it back and I'll say, this isn't really surprising at all. I came into a restaurant. I expected food. And you've brought me some food. Yeah. What would have been surprising would be, say, a scale model Zeppelin. Exactly. And so if they go and bring you that, all the better. You take that home, put it on your mantle. What an amazing invention the Zeppelin is. But food can be a sign of weakness, can't it? It can. That I need strength from food. Mm-hmm. Don't I have enough inner strength? Mm-hmm. And so it's another reason that I just, I don't let anyone see me eat in this town, and you shouldn't either. And now you've done lunching. How do those Zeppelins stay, stay up, up in there? the air? No, no one knows. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. No, it shouldn't work. It shouldn't fucking work. They're so big. They're huge. I see a Zeppelin go by. I mean, and I'm afraid to ride it. You know, just as part of the business, you have to. You gotta be really just careful. Just as part of the business, you have to ride in them every once in a while. But 
every time I'm up there, I just I can't think about it. You know? No, if I let myself be aware, and well, and so many of our, so many American treasures have been lost in Zeppelin. Yes. You know, freak Zeppelin accidents, which mm-hmm. when something goes wrong, I go, well, of course it did. Of course. We don't know how the damn things work. They're too big to be in the sky. A and- model one I enjoy, but a real one is too scary. We'll be right back. We've got a really great uh, guest today. Helen Kemper is here. She's a big rising star. She was in Bridesmaids. She was on the British office and uh, more recently on the MIMBY project. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it'll be fun to talk to her. We're coming right up. On Hollywood Handbook. Hollywood Handbook. So I stick my finger into his chest and I'm poking him and I go, Ving, Rams, mm. if the cup- cupcakes are so damn tasty, you eat them. And I mushed one into his face. And what did he say? He thanked me. What up, what up? up? Welcome back to Hollywood Handbook, an insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names in the red carpet lineback hallways of this industry we call showbiz. God, we got such a great guest today. Man! We are effing stoked about our great guest today, and I see no reason to pretend otherwise. Helen Kemper is here. (laughs) Ellie. Ellie Ellie Kemper. Kemper. Ellie Ellie Kemper. Kemper. Ellie, yes, Ellie Kemper is here. Thanks, guys, for having me. Well, oh, thanks for being here. So, quick little background, I guess, on how our we relationship know Ellie. with Ellie. It's actually apropos given what given, she's doing today. Well, yes. Uh, so we, Hayes and I, obviously used to host these famous sort of Hollywood game nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd play all kinds of match games, other games, no trivia. Um, and uh, she, I can't remember exactly who her arm candy was at the time. I want to say Jan Michael Vincent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she and oh. Jan would come. Am I wrong? Uh, yeah, I don't uh, I don't remember that. We maybe just have a different memory of it. But okay. it doesn't. But anyway, she, she and Jan would come and they would just run the table. Yeah. Uh, oh. Killer killer game players. Yeah. And I guess she now has decided to make that a TV show or take our lives and make a show about it. Mm-hmm. Or oh. I, I think they're doing a separate... I think a lot of people have game nights, and they're just doing this kind of on, it on seems TV. Not very, like it, ours. It seemed, oh. like a, it seemed like a coincidence <laughs> well. to me that we would get Jane Lynch in to host our, our private game nights. Mm-hmm. Oh. We would invite one normal person. Uh-huh. To sort of participate, and right. they would win like a lot of our cash. It just seems yeah. the format seems very similar. It could be a coincidence. I'm just saying it. It feels like a big one if that's the case. A normal yeah. person like a common sense from our forums, or sure, uh, yeah, anyone like that. Anyone. Yeah, that I guess that I don't. That's so. I don't remember. I, I guess we have different memories of the. Well, game you were pretty drunk for a lot of them. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I guess I was. I guess I was. Yeah. Are you going to bring that energy to the show? See, because um, you're going from here, from this recording, uh-huh. to participate in a Hollywood game night. Is that, that right? Your second one. That's exactly right. To, mm-hmm. to, to record the second Hollywood game night. Yeah. Are there like special incentives built into doing the second one? Like, um, I guess it's to, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's to have even more fun and to win even more games, get a lot of the answers sure. right, um, have a lot of fun with the other contestants on the show. Um, mm. And the winner gives money to charity, so it's really for a very good cause. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Do you want to run? Because it's a big opportunity. Like, 
just in terms of getting your name out there and stuff, it's like not something you want to do badly at. You really want to do well. So you don't sully your name, you mean, or just... Well, because the winner of Hollywood Game Night, you know, like they go on to do all this other stuff. Well, if you look at some of the past winners. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess that's, I guess that's right. I mean, some of the past winners have gone on to... Who won, who won the last episode you were on? Um, the last episode I was on Mini Driver won. So. Well, she, and then she was in Goodwill Hunting. Uh, yeah. That was a huge uh, role. She did both of those things. I'm not sure of the order of them, but she did both of those things, yeah. Well, it just seems weird that she would, she would be in a movie first. That yeah. doesn't really make sense. Yeah, that, that she, order doesn't make sense. Well, let's see. Yes. That Good- she would star in a movie and then be on a game show. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really the new Hollywood Squares, because you remember how many careers that was, yes. where someone would, a normal person would be on Hollywood Squares, yes. mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they'd become a Whoopi Goldberg or a mm-hmm. big famous yes, star Whoopi Goldberg like was on that show. She started on Hollywood Squares and then became... Back when she was Karen Johnson. Eddie was became mm-hmm. Sister yeah. Act, became all these great... Right, from that. Uh, yeah. yeah, and so I think that Hollywood Game Night's sort of the new that, the new yeah. squares. Right. Yeah. In um, launching a lot of careers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is I, that your advice to someone starting out? To get on game nights? Yes. Yeah, I think that um, it's certainly not a bad thing if you want to participate in a game night and, uh, you know, see where that takes you. I, I certainly don't think it's necessary for mm-hmm. anyone aspiring to act or write or perform out there. You don't have to be on a game night. The business is changing, you're saying. I guess I... It used to be that you did have to get on a game night, but now social media and stuff... Yeah, like, you think that game night's sort of the old way of breaking into the industry, and your opinion is mainly that Twitter... Yeah, I, I'll definitely say you don't have to be on a game night in order to make it in this industry. Because of Twitter, yeah. Well, yeah, and Twitter helps. What do you do... I've I've heard uh, when you're playing Hollywood game night, sometimes Dennis Haysbert, when he, when he plays Pictionary, uh-huh. will... Get up to the easel and draw some very vulgar things on the oh, easel. Uh-huh. And he'll be like, do you like my drawing, Ellie? Right. What do you think of my drawing? Right. And it's something very disgusting right. and gross and graphic. Like, how do you handle when he, when he does that kind of thing? I haven't, I haven't played with him. Oh, you've never played my, with Dennis? On one of my game nights. No, I did. Uh, so, so who I, drew vulgar drawings when you were there? It's so Stellan Skarsgård, I've heard, will also do that from time to time. Yeah, I haven't played. I haven't played with with hit. Stellan as much. No, not as much. I don't know if I've really just gone to one mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. one game night and yeah. uh, and let's see. No, it was pretty. The one I was at was pretty tame, so I didn't. There weren't too many vulgar drawings. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys you you must have had more experience with. Pictionary that's and, kind of lewd. At our night, yeah, there were people drawing some effing and essing between sure. different guests at the party, sure. and it, uh, we ultimately had to have sort of a come to Jesus meeting about mm-hmm. it with Haysbert. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Did you have? Did you stop inviting him, or was it? It. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we stopped inviting Dennis Haysbert to our to our game nights. Forget oh. it. Oh, you no didn't. way. It's not like there's no way we. Could. No, he brings a lot of positive stuff to the table. Absolutely. Too. Um, but Hayes roughed him up a little bit. I did have to beat yeah. him up. Yes. Yeah. Um. So we, I guess, wanted to play a game. 
Yeah, we did want to play a little game with real world ramifications. It's, okay. it's yeah, it's it's real. It's not just a game. This is yeah. going to be very fun for us because we so frequently are on the other side of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's been so long since we've had to pitch a show, but we're always stuck in an elevator. Yes, <laughs> and some you know noob. Gets mm-hmm. on and starts laying out his great idea for a screenplay oh. or his great TV show. Oh. So we wanted to do a game we call Elevator Pitch, uh-huh. where Hayes and I will pitch you uh-huh. a, a sitcom idea for what your next vehicle will be. And then you say, I guess, how good they are and why, uh-huh. and then which one you would prefer to be in between our two. So a little bit of competition, a little bit of a game night, if you mm-hmm. will. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, yeah. the, I'm, I'm the judge. I'm the I'm the network president. I get to decide what goes. You're the network president and you're the But also thinking, you know, as you look for your own opportunities in the the future, think about you as an actress, as a performer, like what what the good next step for you would be. Okay, that's great. Mm -hmm. Okay, Okay, so um, I guess round one. Yep. uh, Ding, ding, ding. I'll I'll go first. Go ahead. Uh, So, Mm -hmm. a moon man gets mad at his dad. He punches his dad so hard, he falls back down to Earth. On Earth, the dad falls in love with and marries a female NASA jet driver. Now, he has to decide whether to live with her on Earth or hitch a ride back to the moon (laughs) to beat up his kid. (laughs) Oh. Oh, and I guess I should do do mine. Oh, wait. All right. You're, You're a captain on a ship, like an old ship. Oh. Not like one of these new, like, big container ships, like an old ship with sails. Oh, oh, like a sail. Okay. Like uh, a sail. And you find a stowaway, and it's your mom, and you're making <laughs> a trip across the ocean, and now you have to deal with managing the ship and all your crew, mm-hmm. and but also taking care of your mom. Okay. Um... <laughs> Uh, guys, first thing, those are both really great pitches. I, Thank you. Yeah, Thanks. I appreciate that you're even being considered for either of those. Um, and I just want to say that it's not binding. Us pitching this in here yeah. is not like, if you say you want to do it, we still do have the option to take it out okay. to other. Just look at who's who's Just exactly to see what's out it. there. And it might be so you. And very well could be you. We think you've got a great energy. Oh, so you're kind of, okay. So you're protecting yourself. I mean, I thought for a second, my agreement or non-agreement is not binding but you're saying you're we're you, saying you're not just binding. the fact Nothing that we're offering binding. it to you in this setting sure and if you say you want to do it we still have the option to say you would have to do it at that uh, point uh, yours uh, is binding oh i okay okay if oh, you say you yeah. want to do it but we still have the option to, to bring it up. explore other no of course that means yeah sense. um sean i'm a nasa what driver in the uh, was it a, a NASA jet driver? NASA jet driver, and is that a is that space or is that on the ground? A yeah, you drive driver. your jet back and forth to the moon from <laughs> for, for the NASA company. What I really like about both of these pitches is mm-hmm. that they feature really powerful women. I think that's really yes, important. Yes, that was that's important. important to us too. Yeah, and uh, you know, women who behave like adults. I think that's good to see on television. Mm-hmm. A good role model for younger girls. And um, between the two. Um, I guess I, I'm I'm leaning towards the boat, the ship sure. pitch. Uh, <laughs> this mistake. Well, no, I love mother daughter relationships. I think there's a lot to explore there. Mm-hmm. And um, mm. I just when is it in? Is it current day or is it? No, 19th? it's in olden times. Oh, when like pilgrims or 
Just a really just long old, time ago. Old time. Okay. I think I'm going to have to go with um, with the with the ship. Pitch. Okay. I've, I, 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 okay. That's okay. That's just round one. Oh, that's yeah. just round one. That's just round. Oh, I'm one. sorry for taking so long on that. Okay. okay. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, round two. Oh. A single mom who's a spy loses her spy job and has to move back in with her dad, Hitler's ghost. Oh. He's nice. <laughs> He's nice, but his boss is mean. The mom uses her spy powers every episode to embarrass the boss. <laughs> Mine's sort of a title concept pitch. Uh, our engineer just left. What? What do we do about this? We have this problem sometimes where our engineer will just get up and he gets leave up and walks out and never come back as if he's not working for us. Yeah. And it's kind of like, this is a huge fucking opportunity. But I can already feel myself already. I'm getting furious. I'm fuming mad. I am steaming hot, boy. (laughs) Anyway, my pitch is, um, it's called Pregnant Forever. uh, And it's basically this woman who finds out that she she is having a baby, but she's never going to actually deliver it. She's just going to be pregnant for her whole life. And so she has to kind of manage, like, can she have it all? (laughs) Like, can she be pregnant and at the same time, like, have... Like a good like relation, can she like meet guys and like into like succeed in the workplace? Mm-hmm. But she's never not going to be pregnant. Is she always at full term? Like is she always? Yes, nine she's always pregnant? like nine and a half months pregnant. The baby is like it's the kind of time where you're like, oh well, the baby's due by now, like, right? Things like that. It's not but my kind pitch, of time- but I'd like to say that's probably a great opportunity for some physical comedy. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'm um, jealous of that aspect. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I'm worried about. I don't. Just on a purely selfish level, I'm worried about wearing a prosthetic pregnancy oh, suit that's, for the whole uh, time. Uh, thank you for bringing that up. It's oh. not uh, prosthetic. Oh. Uh, if you were to participate in this, you'd have to go through a couple of procedures. They're very. Uh, they're, oh. they're not super invasive or anything, but that would oh, become. Would be... And they're mostly reversible. Is that correct? A couple of them are reversible. Yes. Okay, and this is and and um, but in in Sean's show, I have spy powers and yeah, you're using the spy powers to, to embarrass push. your dad's mean boss. And my dad is Hitler's ghost, or no, no, yeah, no. well, that's what yeah, that's what you realize when you move back in. But he's nice. He's I, being nice. I mean, he's learned some lessons. Yeah, again, uh, purely selfish level because I like balance in uh, life. I would be worried about. The, the procedures that would have to be done in order to play pregnant forever. So I think I'm going to go with Sean's on this one. Ooh, okay. So it's a, it's all tied up. and uh, Yeah, I guess it's one-to-one. Yeah. Well, we're both great. I like that, and I like that as an That's ending. That's a nice way to end it for us, yeah. Okay. Cody's back. I don't think we should say anything about it. Let's just not deal with it now because I don't think I can come back down. I know what you mean. Like, he knows what he did, and then we just let it simmer, and we don't. Yeah, I mean, he'll if he can figure it out for himself, that's going to be what, more and because powerful. Also he's trying to, he's trying to ruin the show, you know? Like, if we Don't give him the satisfaction, him, right. yeah. What'd I do? Get off the mic! <laughs> Until now, you all you did was just get up and wander out of the room, Ellie, when your job is to make sure... Ellie, could you tell Cody how that made you feel? 
I thought it was fine. I, I assumed he needed to use the restroom. Yeah. But I but I guess, I don't know, I guess did they, you, they were saying maybe you've done that before. Did but, you feel like the sound levels were okay the whole time? Because I, to me, they were flying all over the place. Oh, see, I thought they were, I thought they were fine. Out of control. We were fluctuating Thanks. from, Out of control. we were spiking a lot. We spiked many times. Spiked oh. a few times, and we also hit we the hit basement. zero. Yeah. yeah, we hit zero many, many times. Do you mean yeah. peak? I I just picture it all as a sort of mountainscape. So, mm-hmm. like yes. a spiky, like a spiky mountain, like a spiky mountainscape. You don't talk mm-hmm. about peaks when you talk about mountains. No, you talk about the, the top of the mountains, the spike part. Oh, clip then. You meant clip. <laughs> you know what? If you think you can impress me by using engineer terms. When your professionalism is is clipping or uh, it, you know is hitting zero and not yeah. peaking, um, then uh, you're gonna have to try a new strategy because that's not good. Let's dip um, into. I think something that would really calm me down right now is dipping into the popcorn. Gallery. Let's get in there. Ooh, buttery. We've solicited some questions from some of our fans yeah. uh, for for you. Mm-hmm. They have some specific questions for you, and this is just a nice way for them to. Normally, they don't have that level of contact with sure. you because you, like all celebrities, you sort of close yourself off and right. you don't like really like to engage yeah. with those people unless it's on a Hollywood game night. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. Okay. No, go ahead. <gasps> no, no, no. Uh, yeah, I think, I think. Uh, so, so you agree with that? Yeah. Uh, this question. Is from Valerie Bryant. Oh. Is it fun to be you, Ellie? Oh, is it fun to be me? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess sometimes it's fun and sometimes it's not. Speak on that. Um, I think, like anyone else, it's sometimes you're in a good mood and you're feeling like you enjoy things about yourself and your life. And mm-hmm. then on other days, you feel annoyed about things or in a bad mood about things. Sure. Like at Engineer Cody, yeah. Well, yeah, I think that it, everything went okay when... When he left, I yeah, I didn't. But you were pretty annoyed. Some days you feel like well, everything's going okay, and then somebody that you trust will betray you and leave his post right for like half an hour. I guess it's. I think it was just like when you're trying to do. Five I, you're I trying to create forty five minutes. Oh, should we reach back into the popcorn gallery? Sure. Mmm, yeah. <laughs> salty too. This question is from Hunter. Oh. Ellie. Yeah. When they give you clothes to do acting in, is that nice? It's so it's so nice um, because who doesn't like having clothes and pretending that you're someone else? You sure. Know? Yeah. Speak on that. Well, I guess it's like playing dress up. I don't know if you guys did that when you were kids, but it's kind of – it's nice to have someone – also, I'm not a good shopper, so it's nice to have mm-hmm. someone else who's who's designed the – outfit and mm-hmm. thought about it and and gotten it and it's and you get to wear it it's a lot of fun you're not a good shopper speak on that oh speak on not being a good shopper i guess it's um i get overwhelmed by all the choices sometimes mm. and i don't like lines oh do you want to speak on not liking lines um i don't know what to say uh i don't like standing in line i don't know many people who do mm-hmm. um yeah it takes too long yeah it's can really- i ask you so you like it when the wardrobe person whose yeah. job it is to provide clothes for you is helping you out with that kind of thing, what if they – you were half-dressed oh. and then they just left oh. the room? 
Uh, would you feel like they were doing a good job at their job, or would you feel like they were pulling a, an engineer, Cody? You know, I just I have a feeling if that were to happen, there was a good reason for that happening. They maybe had to use the restroom or had to take a call or would be right back. So I, I think it's okay. You would essentially have to do the show in the nude at that oh, point. Oh, I don't know if I would have to go S- sort on. of the equivalent of well we know that film sets run on a tight schedule and right. time wise you just can't go to the restroom or take phone calls whenever you want because they need they're losing daylight i guess there's always time for for small things that need to be taken care of i don't know, know mm-hmm. that there's anything's that w- pressing that you can't would use that the restroom. that were true yeah mm-hmm. well i think yeah i think it can be true you can yeah. always edit stuff later also yeah. and if they were gone for 45 minutes then that would really be something it's, I think yeah. Five, do we five minutes? Do we have any more? He was gone. Do we have any more from the popcorn gallery? Yeah, we have. We, we I think we have another question. Oh, good. Uh, this one's from Octor Octopus. Oh, I have to reach in first. Sorry, let me reach in. Our sour patch kid. <laughs> this one's oh. from Octor Octopus. Oh, Ellie, we all know that you make a large chunk of your personal income from sponsored tweets. Are you going to branch out into Vine? Or, as you stated in an earlier interview with Salon, is that still just something poor people do when they want to be obnoxious? I, I, was that, I'm not sure of that question. I'm not, I haven't done, um, I haven't joined Twitter yet, so I don't know if. So you have, you pay I, someone to do your tweets? Um, no, I don't have a Twitter account, so I don't know. Do you think, was that question for someone else, or? Dr. Doctopus historically has been pretty accurate with his questions. Yeah, yeah, he does a lot of research first, unlike mm-hmm. some of our other question askers. Now, had you maybe had a glass of champagne, started a Twitter account, forgot? Because that's kind of what your mailman told us it happened. Um, your my mailman. Oh wow. Um, no, I I don't um I don't really like champagne that much, so I don't think I started. Well, you a seem Twitter to like it. You seem to like it a lot on Hollywood Game Night. Well. Well, again, I had one glass of champagne the whole night, and the camera kept showing me with one glass of champagne, So, mm-hmm. which might prompt some people to think that I was drinking the entire time when really... Now, when you say one glass, do you yeah. just mean that you never changed glasses, yeah. but that you did keep refilling the do liquid? Do you mean one, one glass with a lot of different champagne in it? No, I mean one glass of champagne for the entire show. Okay. And not as some people thought, you just now... Multiple glasses. So, I mean, a I, letter I feel, carrier is a government employee. So, so what she so a whatever, certain amount of she could lose her job. <laughs> she could lose her job for any number of reasons, but I because she had an opinion about my performance on Hollywood Game Night is I don't know. She's free to think what she wants, I guess. But she happened to be wrong. You've got something exciting coming up, Ellie. Yes. Uh, you, uh, this year, this coming year, 2014, have been selected as one of the 12 actresses who portrays Lady Gaga for a month out of the year. Everyone knows yeah. uh, she is a creation, um, a Hollywood creation, yeah. and uh, every month someone new is Lady Gaga. Right. Um, so do you have anything special planned? Do you have any song ideas or outfit ideas? Um. I'm going to need some help. My month isn't coming up until May, so I have to That's a very good Gaga month. Great Gaga month. I think so. Congratulations. Mm. Thank you. I feel like the May performers have always done a good job. Um, Look, I I won't lie. I'm really nervous. You know, it's a big job. Uh, 
I'll need some help with the songs for sure. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I'm hoping we do something in the vein of Madonna, which which other Gaga performers have done. Yeah. Yes. Um, look, I'm worried. I feel like I may have to lose some weight. Um, I I to pull out some of those outfits. Now, Sheesh. now. Uh, hey. No, no, no! I'm not fishing for compliments. Now, now. No, I'm not fishing for compliments. I just, you know, in order to wear the stuff she wears, you have to be sort of a blank canvas. And yeah. uh, so, uh, so you know, no, I, I, I'm excited and nervous at the same time, if that's mm-hmm. possible. So she's worn dresses made out of meat, sure, made out of Kermit puppets. Yeah. What stupid thing do you want to make a dress out of? Oh, um. It's hard to come up with something that wouldn't offend someone, you know? Um, That's true. Uh, I think it would be fun to be in something made of just something very floral. Okay. That's a nice idea. Right. Yeah, I think so. That's pleasant, so. yeah. Just, just an actual Like petals. a maxi. Like a maxi dress? A, a max, floral a maxi? A maxi dress of, of actual floral, you know, oh. roses and, and tulips and... Uh, lily pads. Lily pads, um... Sunflowers. What yeah. else? What other kinds of flowers? Like a. If there's lily pads, maybe there's a live salamander living in your dress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that would, could be fun. Yeah, that could be cool. Um, like a dandelion. Who else is uh, donning the Gaga mask? This oh year? yeah, I heard who Mila you, who you following and who you leading was into. doing it at some point. Who else? Who Who was the person? I think Mila Jovovich. I heard was. Yeah, Tignataro, I think, is doing it. Mm-hmm. They they don't necessarily tell the performers who who else is oh. doing it because I don't think they want anyone to get jealous because they didn't get the best month. Exactly. Like, uh, but now we like now, we, we, know, now yes. we told everyone, yeah. um, who's doing it. But uh, you know, and it's not always a woman, as you know. I mean, oh as yeah, you know. yeah. Michael J. Fox did it last December. He yeah, he was he did great. Um, not for me, but yeah, yeah. He was yeah, he's he's very he talented. He Who has been your your favorite? My favorite Gaga so far? Ooh, don't make me pick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if I if I if you had to choose, if you had to. Who's yours? I guess George H. W. Bush. Oh wow. Yeah. He was good. I thought it was really fun. When Brian Williams did it. Uh, yeah, I thought it was just so fun because he's like just a news guy, but he's actually really funny. He was too game for me. He was almost oh, okay. too game. Oh, I see That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the well, fact that, that George H.W. Bush didn't want to do it was interesting. Yeah, sort of the reluctance made it more yeah. entertaining. Yeah, okay. right, right, yeah. right. I thought Beyonce was a was a good Gaga. She I was thought, good. Yeah, I she thought, actually pulled it off. Yeah, yeah. She pulled it off. I, I thought she might try to. Um, Sabotage it in some way, you know. Right, but out of jealousy. That would yeah, certainly that make sense for Gaga. her. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. she actually did one of the finest performances I've seen. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited. I have some time to prepare, so we'll see. We'll see what I come up well, with. We're excited. We're excited to see it. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Ellie, we know you. Uh, you have a game night to get to. Yeah. It's. Oh, just to be clear, I mean, I, I've, I've. This is only my second game night, and I. It's I, again. I just to anyone listening, you don't have to do a game night in your career ever. I just don't want people to feel. Because now, is that Twitter. an example of you being worried about? Do you hear sort of the footsteps behind you of like other people who are trying to break into the industry and maybe take your spot? Oh, oh mm. wow. Uh, I. I that I have to be honest. That didn't occur to me. I don't think I'm worried about other people coming to game night and. Because you feel um, like there's, but you don't feel like maybe there's not enough to go around. 
Um, I feel like there is there is a lot to go around. Um, okay. I mean, there's a limit, but I don't think game night. What I'm trying to say is, I don't think game night is the only window in. What Keenan said door in. when Keenan came in here, his phrase was, "There are only eight spots on the couch," and when you get one of those spots, you fight to the death to keep that spot. You don't necessarily want to get up. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. right. You don't get up. Get Even it. if you maybe have to go to the bathroom sure. or maybe you want to take a phone call, you kind of keep your spot on the couch because it's very easy to find someone who wants that spot on the couch, Engineer Cody. Um, well, yeah. So, he yeah. So, he, wasn't, he wasn't gone that long. So, in summation, Hollywood Game Night. Game Night is a great way to do it if you don't want to do that Ellie's saying you can maybe do a murder mystery party or something else and so that's her opinion Uh, and the industry's changing sometimes you can Mm -hmm. do a murder mystery party instead or maybe some LARPing the industry's changing Um, uh, okay uh, there's lots of ways there's lots of ways yeah we've named three Um, so uh, thanks for listening please rate us on iTunes get on the forums and buy the pro version Buy the pro version. A yes. lot of oh, there's a lot of great stuff in the pro version, and uh, our, our prize this week, uh, the Narnold bought the pro version last week, and he gets to be our new engineer. We decided if things got out of control with our last engineer, the person who brought who bought the pro version would get to would get to step in. Yeah, uh, yeah, the Narnold's going to step in, and then uh, if you buy the pro version this week, we might be able to pull some strings and get a Lady Gaga song dedicated to you uh, uh-huh. next May. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> right, I get it. <laughs> right. Uh, so Ellie, as Lady Gaga, will perform a hit single uh, about you. And if you want to uh, sing just a couple notes. <laughs> of, of the song now. Like, for example, um, Erica Thompson is one of our fans. I think she Erica. would. Erica, yeah. yeah. And so it's a song, and it would be, the, it's the song to Erica. Mm-hmm, it's personalized. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it's also about her. Right. Oh, guys, that's a, that's a big, so just come up with the two lines of song. So it's like a, maybe a Madonna beat to it. Yeah, yeah, like a Madonna beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, um. And Erica, is there just something you could tell me about Erica so I know? I think she has dark hair. Dark oh. hair. Does she have like a nose piercing maybe? I don't know. Or a lip ring? I don't know. Something alt. She, so she's alt. So I guess it's just like... Uh, she likes podcasts. Oh. Oh, okay. So. Um, uh, Erica, with your dark hair and your, and your earring. And your alt self, Erica, 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 is, that's just, but I, you guys have to keep in mind that I just came up with that as we're sitting right. here. Sounds so, finished. You're being nice. No. Sometimes you're I also, serious? sometimes I pretend that I'm like just coming up with something. Uh, so oh. it'll seem, so. so it'll seem like really amazing that I came up with it off the cuff, but really... You know. So are you, you think that I came up with that? Before? I'm in the lab for, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And people say, like, there's no way that you could have just come right. up with that. Like but in conversations, like, no, you do that? Or? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I did just come up with that because, remember, I don't know who Erica is. Yeah. Right. So if you're saying. Well, the forums are public information. I mean, you well, could have I, easily gone on the forums. Didn't, but I didn't know you were going to ask specifically about Erica. Right. I, but you could have done one for everyone, like everyone who's posted on the forums. Uh, yeah. There's like 
hundreds and thousands of people in the forum, so I didn't yes, memorize every. True. I didn't memorize every single person. That's that very true. accurate characterization of our forums. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> this has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Ackerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. EarwolfRadio.com The Wolf Dead. That was a headgum podcast.